Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ah! Holy jizz face anal. We are back. I'm in America. Joe's in uh, the Midwest. Minnesota. Minnesota, the land of a thousand butters. And, uh, whew, I'm wiped. My body hurts. I always say my liver is like Notre Dame. It's, it's ruined. But, boy, what a wild experience. And now we're back on another phoner. Making it work. We're a little late, but so are dead people. Yes, and pregnant women. Yes, that's right. And, and yeah, people with the, the missing period. And black people. Aha. Uh-huh. Often late. Yeah, I've heard that stereotype. And uh, they call it CPT. Oh, that's offensive. Oh, shit. Sorry. I took it too uh, far. You went too far. I didn't took invent it too far. I didn't invent the term. I've just heard it. Mm hmm. Yep. That's what they all say. I'm just kidding, though. We're I all know. jokes. These yeah. are jokes. No blogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, it's good to hear your voice, buddy. I feel like uh, I feel like you were stuck in a well for a month, and we were trying to get you out, and I haven't seen you, and now it, I still don't see you. Yeah, I know. We're working too hard. I guess it's good where we get work, and we're busy, and we're on the road. But uh, the last time we talked, I was under the covers in Glasgow, uh, hungover and gay and just just trying to get by. I mean, this is this is two weeks I was gone. That's that's a lot of drinking and a lot of not working out and a lot of not eating a vegetable. Now, what, now what were you? I assume you you must have done some push-ups or something or jogged at some point. You walked up a flight of stairs. I mean, you had to have done something. Are you a fat fuck or what's going on? I, I can't see you. I'm squishy. I'm like rotted fruit. I feel like my face is wider. I got that Val Kilmer thing where you know you just blow up a little bit. Oh, you're the Iceman. Yes, I'm Batman, and uh, I'm Willow. Doc Holliday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang over here. But and... he wasn't Willow, was he? No, that was the little guy. Yeah, that was the Veter. What was his name? Uh, it was like Dr. Octopus. or so He had a fun uh, Vigo Mortensen. What was his name again? Shelby, what was his name? I don't know. Willow sucked. I'm I, sorry. I'm I hate Willow. Willow. It freaked me out as a Willow. kid. It was dark and disturbing. Is Bowie in that, or am I mistaken? Now that He's was in Labyrinth. Labyrinth, yes. That but, movie I liked. I didn't like it either. What, what about the one with Tom Cruise? Legend. Remember that with Tom Cruise? Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, it wasn't. I saw funny. I Am Legend. No, big difference. That had a had a buff Will Smith. I gotta tell you, I saw uh, the new uh, Seth Rogen joint. With uh, Charisse, Charisse Theron. It was actually pretty good. Come on. I didn't mind it. I feel like he wrote that just so he could fuck her. Yeah, that's what we call that the Woody Allen in the business. Yes. Well, he didn't. Woody Allen's made out with Scarlett Johansson and everybody. Well, he should have. Uh, he didn't write anything uh, in it with the, the Soon Yi. No, no. He didn't need and, to. And, and, uh, uh, what can you do? But anyways, yeah, yeah. wait, uh, sorry, so the movie was, it, it was actually pretty good. I had a couple laughs, and it got sweet. I cried for a moment. I think I'm an emotional old. old... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we lost you. Ah, oh, fuck. Hello? Oh, no, I, I hear you. Oh, okay. Shit, we had a we had a blip. Fuck my ass, we had a blip. Oh, jeez. Hate I, a blip. I hate blips. Blips suck. <laughs> You're still in my thing. I can hear you. I can uh, hear Jimmy. All right, all right. You can't hear Jimmy. Um, white rhythm section. White men can't. All right, so so tell me, you got a wide head, and you you Val Kilmer and uh, yeah, Tom Hanks. Well, I didn't realize how much of a routine I was on. Like I was working out twice a week. I was trying to stay off beer. I was uh, eating decently. You know, a lot of Chipotle, a lot of oatmeal, a lot of anal. But uh, yeah, you got to just at one point there was like three days in where I go, this is all out the window. We're eating trash. We're drinking beer, doing whiskey, drinking vodka, and you're not you're not working out. So I just had to accept that and just go into the light. Or the darkness, as oh, it were. Yeah. But now, what, now, where was your lady? Did she come out at all? No, no. She's still straight. 
But uh, it, oh. it was too much. Like, she wanted to come out, and I wanted to get her out there, but it was... It, I mean, it's literally drinking all night. Then you get on a flight after an hour of sleep in Europe. So you got to go through all these flight things. And then you get on the plane. They get off the plane. Then you just want to sleep all day. So you miss the whole city. And then you wake up, keep drinking, do a show that night, then go out and drink. So it, the schedule was horrific. And you weren't flying private? No, no, no. We were first class, which was nice. He, he sprung for oh, that, okay. which I appreciate. But these are hour flights. So he's like, ah, fuck it. I'd rather save... 17 grand and just fly right. an hour you know you know dublin to london is not bad now are you still all wacky time wise or what you must be in fucking africa time i'm okay because the last leg was, the last leg was uh was uh ireland so it's only a five uh, hour different which it's almost like la i could i could hang right but whew, boy, I'm hurting, baby. Uh, but it's good to and be. You got back, back last night. La- I got back yesterday, like at noon. Wow. Yeah, and I did two sets last night, and uh, the lady hates me. So it's been a while. But I, I mean, let me just say this about about the the machine. He is totally a machine. He's got the Mickey Mantle gene. This guy can. We would fly for an hour. He'd have a 9 a.m. flight. Hour-long flight, he would have three beers on the flight. Then we'd land at the airport. He's like, let's hang out. Let's hit, let's hit the bar. Then we'd have a beer there. Then we'd get to the hotel. I would sleep. He'd hit the gym. Then he would sauna. Then he'd be like, let's get lunch. We'd get lunch. He'd have a couple beers at lunch, maybe a whiskey, maybe a vodka. Then he'd take a quick nap. Then he'd do some writing, do the show, two shows, kill it, drink throughout the shows, chugging beers on stage. Then we'd go out after and then eat pizza at five in the morning. Then we'd wake up again at you know seven or eight to go get on another flight. I, I don't know. I don't know how he does. He's an animal. Holy shit! Well, first of all, it doesn't it doesn't end well for Mickey Mantle. Oh, uh, how did uh, he go? Oh, liver, liver problem, liver failure. Oh god. But he got on. He was on the waiting list, and they got him a liver real quick, and people were upset about it. So that was something. So maybe he'll have that. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But how does he look? Not horrible. He doesn't I, look great. I don't know. I mean, but, he works out, too, which people forget. He, he runs those marathons. He steams. He does yoga. I told you when we went to Utah, he was out skiing all of us. Wow. What a fascinating guy. How old is he? I think he's 47. He's a specimen. I'm telling you. I mean, he, he looks like hell, but he's a specimen. Gee whiz. What an interesting fella. Very interesting. I, and, you know, he FaceTimes with his wife and kids every day and makes it work. And he's a sweet, sweet man and very giving and generous. And we laughed the whole trip. We punched up each other's acts. We had a great time. I take my shirt off now. So it's it was a it was a memorable time just running around Europe being yuck ups and cut ups and drunks. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. So. Well. Let me tell you. Let me tell you some some fun tales. Yeah, get into it. I, I want to hear. I want to hear uh, some tales and some uh, uh, Sonic. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm right, off. I'm right. off. I got it. Oh god, I, I thought I you might kill the, myself. I thought you meant the video game. I yeah, mean, that's Sonic and Tails. Isn't that his guy? You're I don't right. Know. I went with the thing. I thought you were gonna say. Heads. I gotta tell you, I made a I made a big mistake. I bought a PS4. That's why Sonic is on my mind. You bought a PS4. Yeah, well, Sarah and I were sitting around, and uh, I was home wow. for two weeks, and we're hanging out, and you know, you run out of things to talk about, and all I, I got this reflux, it's all I think about, so she hates me, we're going to get divorced, I want I think I'm dying of throat cancer. Sure. So Silent we busted Reed. out last, last week, she... Uh, oh, we lost you again, Nazi dick, Nintendo shit, thing. damn, you, you, you spun out, but you're back, you're back. What happened? I don't, I'm on my phone. I'm, it's not like I'm in fucking uh, South America here. I'm in Minnesota. Something's up. It's this damn wiring or the, the Jews. I don't know what it is, but something's up. But you're good Should now. Should I stop moving? Because I'm pacing. I'm trying to get my steps up. So I, I'm pacing. I don't even think it's the pacing. I think it's just that it, just, it was just a quick jizz of a nip, quip, blip. All right. I'm going to sit down and put some pants on, and maybe that'll help. But yes. Well, your dick's like a, it's like a rod. It, it helps the antenna. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. It's a bumpy rod. I can tell you that. Well, that helps. That it's helps a, with the conducing. It's a thumbed-up bumpy rod. But, <laughs> well, that's a title. Um, title, thumbed-up bumpy rod. It might, might be a little long for iTunes. Well, anyways, so we were bored. We busted out. I bought the bullshit throwback 
fucking gay Nintendo last year. Uh-huh. And so we were like, why don't we dust that off? Wow. Maybe we can, we can play some Mario. So we're playing that, but the controller sticks. And Mario, once you've played 150 times, you get it. Oh, you get it. All right. So then we said, why, why, what if we got a PS4? Wow. You know, get, get a little video game system. And I've resisted for 20 years because I have so many things that distract me. Right. I'm trying to read and be a good person and meditate and masturbate. But I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. So I said, fuck it. I went on a wild goose chase, bought a PS4. I bought Sonic the Hedgehog and an NHL 19 uh-huh. and some racing game. We got it all plugged in and we had to move our furniture around. And So we're playing with video game fruits now. Wow. And I tell you, it brings, it brings the it's saving our marriage. Not that we're <laughs> having heart trouble, but well, you're on you the road. You play some video games. Yeah, it's not bad. It gives you because it gets you away from your phone. Right. And I spend a lot of time. Do you do this? I go. I'm like, I want to watch a movie. I go through every movie. I'm like, ah, I've seen this. I don't want to see that. That doesn't look great. Rotten sure. Tomatoes. My father's gay. So yep. with a video game, you go just eh, just hit start. We'll start playing. Yeah, I like that. You don't have to leave. It, they say it relieves uh, depression playing video games. Ironically. Oh really? Well, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm depressed. Like I've never been, but we can get into that later. But anyways, I got a PS4. That's why I did the Sonic Tales joke. I apologize. We have to cut it out. I mean, that was embarrassing. No, no, no. I've had way worse, and uh, the video game nerds will like it. You're, you're a gamer now. How about that? Nah, I don't want to be a gamer. I wish it <laughs> blipped. Why couldn't it blip when I said Sonic? Ah, oh, good. That would have been a good blip. A uh, useful blip. Good your blip. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right. All right. Well, anyways, get spin me a yawn, would you? Give well, me a fucking yawn, kid. All right. Well, uh, the video game's not bad. I, I, I get it. I get it. You don't want to be the guy, the video game guy who has to bring that or he's going to kill himself. You know, that guy who's like, I bring my PS8 everywhere. Yeah. No, you don't want to do that. And also, I don't want to be this guy, the guy that, like, my wife comes home and she's giving me a kiss and I'm, like, looking around her head because I'm on, like, level three. Oh, right, right. You yeah. know? Which yeah. is like, hey, honey. And I'm like, not now, not now. I'm collecting a coin. All right, I'm, I'm doing the boss. Remember the boss? That was a big deal as a kid. Springsteen? No, no, that was like the big guy you had to beat at the end. The boss? What game? What are you talking about? Every game. You mean a we Bobo? Bobo? <laughs> That's when you cut your knee. A Bobo? That was the double dragon guy. His oh. name was O Bobo. Wow. That was my Uber driver last week. <laughs> Two stars. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, so I, I never got into the placing because there was too many buttons. It had like a circle, an X, a square. Uh, give me a button. I don't like these rules. That's what I have, and I keep saying it. Sarah and I almost got in a fist fight because I was like, press B, B. And she's like, there's no B. And I'm like, there's a B. And she's like, it's a triangle. And right. I was like, well, hit the X or the square. I'm, I'm saying the wrong buttons. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know why they did. Maybe that was for uh, the, the Arab players, or I don't know. They have they have Bs, right? They don't have a B, or maybe yep. the Asians. A Bobo sounds Arab. <laughs> yeah. It's got two Bs and two Os. Oh, yeah. That's a B-O. That's a good point. Well, they got the B-O, that's for sure. Um, well, and the remote vibrates. If you jump on a guy's head, all of a sudden the the, the, the thing vibrates. My wife comes, and uh, my father's still gay. <laughs> By the way, you mentioned uh, you saw all the movies uh, and your father's gay. That'd be a good indie film, My Father's Gay. <laughs> I mean, I guess. you got to make it a good film. I guess That's you're the right. Title. The title I'm in already is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. All right. So, no blips. No whammies. Go. So I don't know. I think I left you off in Glasgow or Glasgow, and that was wild. Just a lot of maniacs, mohawks, and uh, we left there. We went to Sweden. Sweden. Oh, was... no, you cut out. Oh, shit. I cut out. I blipped. You blipped for one second, though. You're good. We're good. All right. Shelby's saying we're good. So uh, All right. went to Sweden, and you know, you, you land in Sweden, and you think, oh, I'm going to see a ton of hot blondes and and uh, tall people, and then you go to a Burt show, and it just looks like blonde juggalos, you know? It's just a bunch of fat guys shirtless with uh, with, with barbed wire tattoos and and uh, dirty jeans. But just, he's got the best fans. They don't get offended. I, I felt like Bill Hicks or Patrice. I, was, I felt like I was in Europe, and they got me, you know? Like, I'm doing ah. school shooting jokes and uh, pedophilia and, and black jokes, and they loved it. They ate it all up. And they're like, we are, we are not like these pussy Americans. We can take a joke. Ah, you know. 
So that was nice. That's great. Yeah, and you could just go out cold and open up, and I think everybody there sucks at being humorous. So if you're like semi-humorous and mention something in the front row, or they they go fucking ape shit. It's interesting. Nobody's funny, but the crowds are better. Yeah, that's a good point. That's exactly right. Like you have in America, you have pretty good crowds, but everyone's pretty funny. But there, nobody's funny, but the crowds are amazing. That's yeah, it was almost like uh, oh shit, I did something. It's almost like when you show a black guy magic. You know, they go more crazy. Mmm, black magic woman. Uh huh. Do black yes. guys not? They don't do magic. Well, how many black magicians have you seen? Well, there's Magic Johnson. That's one. That's true, but he's not doing well. Well, he can't make his AIDS disappear. Or did he, I guess? That's true. I guess he did, really. Yes, he's fine. He's still around. Maybe he made it up. Yeah, could be. But yeah, yeah, there's no black magicians. Can you think of one? I can't. Yes. Good point. Uh Aha. There's the Orlando magic, which is pretty heavily black. Yeah, yeah. But that's about it. All right, Hmm. so... So the AIDS is still there, and uh, just great time. Then we go to Copenhagen, and this is an underrated town. I, you, you hear Amsterdam all day long. You hear uh, Berlin is cool, and London, and Rome. Copenhagen, one of the greats. Really? Because when we went to Copenhagen, we all hated it. What? But maybe we were just in one shitty area. Maybe we drove through the bad part of town. We thought it was like it was all right at best. Well, here, here's... Uh, you guys must have been in the cool spot. We were in the cool... We were in, like, the old town. We went to the strip club. Now, the first, we had this is our first night off in, like, 12 days. We had two nights off. It was insane. So we're like, well, fuck. Let's live it up. Let's get a great dinner. We went out to this place called Fleisch, and we got lamb and fish and steak, and they had weird food there, and we fucking ate it up. And, of course, Bert's doing... Have another beer. And he's one of those guys, like, you got to finish that one. Chug it. Come on. Come on. So, like, he's really peer pressuring you, which I kind of like... In a weird way, I'm like that girl who wants to fuck, but I make you, you know, try a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, I think Bert and I would have really got along in my younger days. Oh, yeah, and he can trash talk with the... He nails every... Con- he's, a, he's a comedy snob, which is ironic, because he's, he's shirtless. But uh, he will shit on anybody. He's got great taste, and he, he knows who's funny, who's not. He, he agrees with everything we think, basically, about comedy. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, so we just ate and drank and drank so we go fuck it let's go to a strip club we get the night off so we go to the strip club called the waterloo and we're all excited to see some dancing ladies and here's the thing waterloo i don't know not a great name good song waterloo water poon maybe uh i guess waterloo i guess Uh, i don't know maybe it's a i think it's a battle of waterloo wasn't that something I don't know if it was a strip club, though. I don't know. I don't know why they got the name, but either way. So we, we go, let's go to Waterloo. So we go in, the guy's like, uh, it's 100 euro each. No, kroner, kroner. Okay. And we're like, oh, my, you just hear 100 each. You're like, what the fuck? But that means 15 bucks each. So Bert's like, all right, I got it, but I got to get cash. So we leave, and while we're getting cash, we see another strip club. And we go, well, now that we've got the cash, let's see how much this one costs. So we go in, it's called Lady Love. And there's a f- that's better. That's a that's a strip club. And we go in. There's a private room where you talk to a big buff bouncer guy. He's all covered in tats. He's got the button down shirt, wide open. And uh, he goes, uh, "All right, this is not your regular strip club." And we're like, "Uh oh, what are we talking here?" And he goes, "I just want to let you know, it's a little more intimate. You got to get to know Ooh. the lady. This is like a private date." And we're like, "Private oh. date." And he's like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, this is, you sit down with her, you talk to her, you get to know her, you get in a committed relationship, you meet her mom. You know, he's just going on and on about committing and, you know, you 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 uh, feed off each other and all this shit. And we're like, we're like, what? We just want to see tits. And so we just start fucking with the guy. We're like, so what does that mean? We're going to sit down and watch Lost and then she's going to tell me I drink too much and I, I have to meet her friends. And he's like... Well, you know, and we just started howling. Like, you know, when you get one of those laugh fits where we we were on, we we left there. We're just on the sidewalk, keeled over, like ah, and we just keep one upping each other, like because well, who goes to a strip club to meet somebody? He made it sound like it was right. e harmony. <laughs> 
I guess maybe really sad guys or something. I don't know. I think so. But we're a bunch of fat Americans going, what the fuck? He's like, yes, yes, you get to know her. You learn her her tastes and her hobbies. And we're like, wait, what? And I think... In this, I think he was basically saying like you get you, you sit down and fuck her for a bunch of money, but he was saying, interesting. He kept saying it and made it sound like you get into a committed relationship and then like you know you got to propose and then she pick you know picks out your uh, your 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 uh, decorating around the house and she takes this your, drapes. Yes, yes, and so we just we're just one up at each other like oh you got to buy a rescue dog and then you name a child and the, you know she she can't get pregnant so you have to adopt and you know you buy a home together and there's a mortgage we just laughing just half drunk falling down on the streets of Copenhagen just, ah! so we leave there we go back to Waterloo Waterloo we go in it's pitch black in there. There's a bunch of couches, and there's a stage with nobody on it. I'm like, huh, well, this is weird. And right when you sit down, three whores, basically, just sit next to you. And, and you're like, well, what's this? We, we want to see some dancing, you know, and put some dollar bills in a waistband. And they go, hello, uh, how about you buy me a glass of champagne? And, you know, and we're like, well, how much is the champagne? The champagne's like 300 kroner. And you're like, well, what do I get out of this? She's like, you get my company. And I'm like, I don't want your company. That's that's the worst thing you could give me is your company. And she's like, no, 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 no. You get my company in the back room. And we're like, well, what is oh. that exactly? And she's like, ah, right, you know, you'll see. And I was like, ah, this sucks. And they won't take no for an answer. They're just they got their knee on your knee and they got your their arm around you. I mean, they're pretty hot. They're like Romanian skanks, but. We just want to see dancing. He's married. We had a, another guy with us who was kind of gay. It, it wasn't working out. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Who, literally, they, they, you got to buy him a glass of champagne. The champagne's like 60 bucks for a glass. And then they just keep giving you private dances. And I think eventually they blow you. I think that's what was going on. Okay. That sounds not bad. I know, but it's like, that's a lot of, who knows how many glasses you got to buy and we're in a, I don't know, we, we don't want to run out of money. So yeah, you just want to see naked people. Exactly. It was a lot of work and they, they're getting clingy and they're getting all over you. Like, well, what is the problem? Don't you make good money? Aren't you a businessman and all this? We're like, I don't know. I'm not a businessman. And she's like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a comic. She's like, well, tell me a joke. I'm like, look, I'm not at work. You're at work. You dance. Yeah, you got to say you got to get to know me if you want to hear a joke. Oh, that's good. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yes. What the hell's a gander anyway? So eventually, they pester us so much that Bert goes up to the front to the bar, and this is old stripper of the bar. She's probably seen it all. She's been there since fucking Hitler, and she goes up, or Bert goes up, and he goes, "All right, I guess I'm gonna buy a bunch of champagne." And she goes, "Don't do it. Don't do it." They're gonna bleed you dry. They're gonna they're they're gonna pickpocket you. They're bad people. And he's like, "Wow, oh, okay, this is weird." So Bert just whistles at me, and we get the fuck out of there. Wow. Yeah. So just we but ended did up. Did you see even one tit? No tit. Nothing. Oh. Yeah. Actually, one girl did dance while we were talking to these girls, but you couldn't even look at okay. her because you were scared to make your whore jealous. Oh, all right. Maybe this club is aptly named Waterloo Stunk. Yeah. Yeah, Confusing. so we got the hell out I gotta of there. Say though, I gotta say, the first place actually sounds kind of cool in a way. I like the idea of getting to know somebody, and then when you see them naked, you're like, oh, all right. Like, if you saw someone closed for like an hour, and then all of a sudden naked, you'd be like, holy shit. That's exciting. A, that's a good point, but, I mean, an hour, that feels like a lot of work. Yeah, especially when you're running around, you're sleepy, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, and you just want to, you know, see a can and squeeze a nip, but... Mm-hmm. Either way, you're allowed to touch there, and uh, I think you can kiss, and who knows. So, man, maybe we should have done it, but he's married, and, you know, I'm impotent. So we got the hell out of there. We got drunk. The next day, we go to Christiania. Is that a city? That is what they call a free town. It's a little neighborhood inside of Copenhagen that used to be a military base, and all these hippies took it over, and they said, we're going to make this, we hate all the rules in this country, we're going to make our own little town, and we're going to border it off. So wow, you wanna, interesting. You want to come in, you got to follow our rules, 
And if you don't like them, get the hell out. It's almost like this socialist thing where they all help each other. They all grow plants, and then they sell them to each other, and they fix each other's houses and take care of each other's kids. It was wild. It's like a commune. It's a commune. Okay. All right. I'm so, listening. So we go there, and obviously, like, there's all these signs, like, no photo, uh, you know, get enter at your own risk. We get in there. It's fucking skeezy. There's chickens running around. It was so crazy. There's people just doing drugs. Right when I got in there, I saw a guy getting arrested. He was, like, getting patted down and cuffed. And they're like, yeah, the cops keep raiding the place because they know we're the only place you can buy weed here. And it was so crazy. So we go in. There's a DJ spinning. It's all outdoors. And we go in, and there's uh, there's all these, like, I don't know what you call it, like, booths set up where, like, you know the kind of thing where you play three-card money? It's just like a like a, like a a pillar, and you, you shuffle the cards on it, and a guy watches you. Yeah, yeah. It was like that, but these guys would sell weed on it, and then somebody would go, cuckoo, cuckoo, and then they'd all grab the weed in, like, two seconds and run. Wow. It was unbelievable. It was like a cat and mouse. Then 10 minutes later, they'd go, cock, cock, and that means the cops left, and they would come back and keep selling weed. Oh, my God. This sounds like a magical place. It was magical. It was so crazy. It was better than Amsterdam. It was wild. There's there's women running around with their boobs out. And I, I snuck a photo, and some guy goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. He just ran up to me, this hippie guy with a bunch of tattoos. He goes, you got to delete that. I was like, all right, I'll delete it. And he goes, I'm going to watch you delete it. And then all his friends looked at me, and I was like, all right, all right. So I pretended to Wow, delete. he's like Val. Yes. The comedy seller. Yeah, exactly. But do they know, do people know when they do that, does there's a recently deleted thing? Do they make you go into the recently deleted and delete again? He had no idea. This guy had a rotary, you know. These guys are in sandals. They don't know They don't know who's president or who's gay or who's the queen of England. They're, they're out of touch. Well, it's interesting because when you delete a photo, it doesn't leave your phone. So you might as well just go, all right, yeah, happily. And then you just go, but you recently deleted it, and boom, there's your tits. That's a good point. It's a good point. So right. Bert goes up and buys a bunch of weed, and we just smoke it right there, and we get all high, and then we go out to dinner. We had dinner on the can- – they have canals, just like in Amsterdam. They have that in Copenhagen. Nobody talks about those canals. They're prettier. They're, like, more, uh, you know, well-to-do. So we had this nice dinner right on the water. We're high. We're drunk. We had the night off. I took a photo. It's on my Instagram of the canal, and – it was just a magical time. It's you wish you had a lady there, you know that would be nice. Yeah, that's nice to miss your lady though. That's a good feeling. It is nice to miss your lady, but you know when the sun is setting and you're in a foreign land and it's really pretty and the water's twinkling and you got a half a boner and a buzz, it would have been, it would have been nice. But yeah, you want to kiss. Yes, you want to kiss and dip her and finger her and the whole thing. But here's the problem. We've been drinking so much, we've been time-changing so much, we've been flying so much, that I can't sleep. I can't get a good uh-huh. night's sleep. Now, Bert hires a cameraman to follow him everywhere, and the cameraman goes, oh, I got Ambien. You should take an Ambien. Okay. Holy hell. I'm hooked. Oh, boy. I got a real problem, Jerry. I can't stop taking Ambi. Well, there's a new FDA warning that uh, it's bad news bears. Oh, really? Fuck. I just watched on the news that gave their highest warning because people go out and they make spaghetti and they drive motorcycles while sleeping and they have no memory. So you can be out, you can be out there raping. You don't even know. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. So, the, you, you take an ambient and rape. That's the opposite of Cosby. Yeah, it's a, it's a reverse cause. Oh. In effect. Uh, but yeah, you got to be careful because, yeah, people have been getting up and, and, and going walking around and they, you know, jump off of buildings and shit. Because they're sleeping. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So be careful. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, maybe bite it in half or something. Right. Ah, shit. All right. Well, I don't have. I'm out of Ambien, so I'm on no sleep now. But uh, I was thinking about getting a, a script from Alan, although he probably wouldn't approve. He can't. He doesn't. He can't write scripts. He's not a doctor. Ah, well, maybe. I'll, is there a generic? Is there like a shit brand? You know, like a, like a. You know, they have cereal in a bag. Is there that for Ambien? Well, you can get. Tylenol PM. Yeah, that's no good. That what the hardcore hell is... on it down on the prescriptions. They're making it tough. Oh, all right. Sorry, I heard a quick. You could call Doctor Steve. Oh, Doctor Steve. Yeah, good he knows, call. He knows the game. All right, so we leave there. We go to we go to we go to Antwerp. Antwerp is underrated. It's in Belgium. I'd never really thought about Antwerp. Beautiful city. 
And we, yeah, great art, Art City. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they're famous for their art. Artwork. So yep. we go there, and uh, we, we look like dumb Americans because we, we land off the plane. We're, we are, we're on no sleep. We're half drunk. And we go, let's get a Belgian waffle. We're in Belgium. So we show up, and we just walk around the town square going, you guys got waffles? And they all roll their eyes, and they go, no, we don't have waffles, you fucking cunt. We're like, I thought it was all about the Belgian waffle. It'd be kind of like going around New York going, you guys got apple pie? Right. Uh, so we looked like idiots. Nobody had a waffle. We ended up going to an Oban pan because everything was closed. And, uh, a bobo pan. Yeah, there you go. And uh, it was... It sucked, and then the show, that was the only hard show was Antwerp. Every show was lights out, killer, top to bottom, standing ovation, but this was the only show where they were like, meh, not great. That's because they want fine art there. They're fucking art douches. Oh, interesting. Well, it was sold out and, you know, packed out, and the room, the venue was unbelievable, but, uh, yeah, they, they were tough. Bert was, like, up there sweating. Oof. Yeah. But uh, the food was, they have a Belgian stew that's uh, to die for. And they have croquettes, which is like a, it's like a fried cheese ball. And they're delightful. I feel bad because you can't eat any of this shit with your silent re. No, I can't do anything. I'm over here drinking chamomile tea and manuka honey imported from New Zealand, which is about $40 a shot. Gee, why, why, why manuka? Because uh, that's supposed to be the best one. It has uh, healing powers and it's good for the esophagus and your asshole. I don't know. All right. I, I'm, just, I'm doing everything they tell me to do, and it's still not working. Wow. But I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. Let me just tell you one thing that I am doing mm-hmm. and that we, everyone should do, and I think you probably did too. I've been using my away bag. Oh, baby. I love these the away. away bags. Now, you have one. They sent you one before, but now I got one, and it's not a suitcase. They sent me a sweet backpack, got it in the mail, and I luck, as you know, my, my stuff was stolen recently. Uh-huh. But this away bag, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. New backpack. This thing is the best backpack I've ever had in my life. And I mean it. It is so, it's like, it's small but big huh. at the same time. It's got all these extra pockets. Your laptop fits right in there. And somehow it disperses the weight perfectly. It perfectly holds wow. onto my back, onto my shoulders. Uh-huh. And it's on so even. I'm telling you, you got to get an away bag. I'm not just saying this. Go to you. You tell them where to go. But you can use promo code Tuesdays twenty. I think it is. Yep. Get yourself an away bag. We travel all the time. I'm bringing this thing with me everywhere. I'm so glad my last bag was stolen because a away bag <laughs> is the way to go. Yes, These pockets are killer. They call it a day pack. Yes, go pack, Joe. Yeah, I love it. It's lightweight, big enough for your laptop. But uh, wow, maybe I'll get one of those. I, I need a new backpack. Um, but yeah, it's a beauty. I can't recommend it highly enough. Away is the best. Uh, I love my away bag. It's it's lightweight. It's durable. It's got the battery pack in it. It charges an iPhone five times over. It's got the three hundred and sixty degree wheels. Love the away. Love these guys. Duffel is out. Hate a duff. Love an away. This thing is lunch. For twenty dollars off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com/slash Tuesdays twenty. And use the promo code TUESDAYS20 during checkout. One more time, $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash TUESDAYS20 and use the promo code TUESDAYS20 during checkout. Hallelujah. Go do it. Seriously, folks. Get on it. We love it. Anyways. All right. So Antwerp, Blue Dicks. Antwerp. The show was tough. The food was great. the, the, The city was pretty. Uh, we got the hell out of there. You get no time in these cities, you know. You just in and out. You 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 love them and leave them. And the people are so nice and everybody's friendly and better. They're all very dressed well over there. We look like hell in America. We're fat. We're wearing Crocs and flip flops and and sweatpants. They all look stylish out there. They're all like New Yorkers almost. Yes, yeah, Sarah was joking when we were there that in, in Paris, it's hard to figure out. It's harder to date. Because it's hard to figure out who a douche is, because everybody's dressed nice. Ah, yeah. Like, like here, you see a guy with sweatpants. You're like, ah, oh, that guy's a douche. But over there, the mustard sweatpants guy, he's wearing a suit too. Exactly. Everyone's got Ted Baker's over there. Yeah, you can't see who the slob is. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to go to a casino in Europe and see if their shit fucks are at the casino. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, I suppose so. Nobody... They might be at Waterloo. Aha! Waterloo! So, uh, we got out of there, and I think I'm missing a place, but we went to Copenhagen, then Dublin? Uh, I might be missing one, but... By the way, Copenhagen, best-looking men on the planet. Beautiful men. Really? Oh, my God. They all look like Jude Law, but they got that cherry, blonde, brown, hazel hair with beautiful eyes, and they all have cool sweaters and boots on. They're all tall. Well, have you ever been to Whitman, Massachusetts? Because they got some hot ones there. I have. I didn't catch any. Sorry. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so we go to Dublin. Dublin's the last leg of the tour. We uh, he rents out a big Airbnb. Mike Calta, you know Cowhead from Tampa. Cowhead, I love Calta. Yeah, Calta's a good egg. He comes out with his brother Shane Torres. Comes out the whole gang in comes. Dublin. Yeah, they just said fuck. It, we want to go to Ireland. There's two shows, two nights. We got a house. It's gonna be wild. Wow. So they show up. We just have a great time. We do a podcast in the kitchen. We get day drunk on Guinness. We do a show at Vicker Street. Vicker Street is one of the best venues I've ever done. I don't know why I didn't do it during Vodafone. I guess because there's like uh, you, you stay in that park, but just perfect. Like a, 1,100 seats, balconies right up on your asshole, seats on the bottom where they're standing up, jizzing on you. It was just amazing. That was one of the best nights. And the green room was nice. We're doing shots in the green room and drinking Guinness. I had a thing where I had a huge zit on my back and I kept talking about it. So all the guys pinned me down and popped it. We filmed the whole thing. It was pretty exciting. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was a dude. This was a honker. It was like the size of a nickel. Wow. A nickel zit. Yes. Nickel back. Oh shit. There it is. Yeah. The nickel back. I wouldn't mind someone popping them. That, stink? that joke was a dime. Look at this photograph. Oh, yeah. Penny for your thoughts. All right. Well, yeah, just a great time. Great trip. I'm hurting. I lost. I probably took three years <laughs> off my life. We go back. We drink all night. We go out in Dublin. Dublin, the coolest people. By the way, beautiful. I, Irish women are beautiful, if you ask me. The most beautiful. We talked about it before. That blue eyes and black hair is my ah, favorite look of all time. But they get no love. love it's always it. Sweden and whatever and Barbie and Malibu and Irish women. My God. Well, I think the uh, the image of Irish women is like pale and doughy, like red hair and like yes, oh. yes. But uh, that's only that's only my aunt. I mean, most of the chicks there are hot. They got the dark hair, light eyes, and uh, beautiful women in Dublin. Of course, there's a few, you know. Wow, yeah. William Wallace is over there. Yeah, but. you got your your red haired pigs and freckles and uh, yeah, yeah. It's rough, but some of them are striking, and and they're all cool, and everybody's. Down to earth, salt of the earth over there. You know, you don't meet a lot of cocky Irish cunts. No, good people. Good people. They hate England. They want to break off of England. Brexit. I still can't figure that out, but I did a lot of Brexit jokes, and they ate that shit up. So uh, we're 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 dumber than those guys. All the uh, Europeans, they know where they know where you know fucking Salt Lake City is, and I can't figure out Russia on a map. Mm-hmm. But. Just a great time. We go out both nights. I had a flight at 7 in the morning back to Newark, and we, we went out. I probably got 30 minutes of sleep, took an Ambien, slept on the plane the whole flight. I love Ambien. Send me Ambien, folks. If you're out there to show, Adderall, Ambien, Molly, whatever you got, I'll take it. But we got a new drug on the list. Nice. On the Joe list. So Yeah, and, and send me some uh, Pepsid AC and some uh, Prilosec. And give us Manuka honey. Manuka, yeah. Manuka Joe. Like Bazooka Joe. I got you. All right. Didn't need the second part. I should have. I wish I had a blip on the on the clarification. Yep. Okay. Claritin is another thing I could use. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm back. It's going to be back. The whole thing flew by. It was uh, two weeks of debauchery. But I'm back. And it's amazing because when you're over there for the first couple nights, you're going. Oh, everybody's going to forget about me. I'm, I'm a loser. I hate myself. My dad's a cunt. But, you know, now that you're back, people go, oh, were you gone? And you go, all right, perfect. Nothing happened. Well, that's the thing. It's hard to see. 
Seville for a month. So oh, no. it's hard to notice. But I noticed. I missed you big time. I missed the pod. I missed you, and but we just had a big blip. I don't know if you said anything complimentary, but uh, I missed it. Oh, I did. I, I said a lot of things. Why Why does it keep blipping? I hate these blips. I don't know. Blip, I it, kill myself. It blips more towards the end. The, the blips get more frequent. Frequent blip. Oh, jeez. Maybe they're tired or something but anyways I, I missed the hell out of you i've been really really depressed i'm having a hard time over here because i got this reflux i'm doing everything right but it won't get better it's getting worse as a matter of fact oh no and, uh, i can't breathe this is where it bothers me so listen to this Please. i can't swallow food i try to swallow food the food gets stuck i have to suck it back up and swallow again oh then my like... voice hurts oh go ahead oh, i was gonna say like Over. A, a baby bird or a mama bird you got to spit it back up I look like a bird. I got a beak and a bad jawline and a small dick and herpes. So I'm a bird that's been through the ringer. I got I got to spit back up, and then my voice hurts when I talk. When I'm headlining, I get I produce too much mucus. Like it's all foamy and dry and itchy. Oh, and God. then I have trouble breathing because it goes to your lungs. So I, I'm having trouble in three areas: swallowing, speaking, and breathing all day. Jesus, good lord! It's a it's a nightmare. So I'm going back to an ENT next week just to get some mental farts. And then I'm going to a specialist, but not to the end of the month, the super specialist uh-huh. that costs $1,000 just to talk to her, Dr. Kaufman. She invented all these terms, but she doesn't have an appointment until the end of the month. So I'm just losing my mind. Wow, man. You got to get a specialist. It's like the movie. Alan, the, our therapist is like, you got to get some Xanax. He's like, I've never seen you like this. He's Whoa. like, you're freaking out. You're having anxiety. He's like, you got to get someone to prescribe you some Xanax. He's like, you got to relax. In the meantime, until you can see a doctor, you got to calm down. Whoa, he never like, prescribes I'm... drugs. Well, he didn't. Pres- he can't prescribe. Or, he you said, know, he's like, you got to talk recommend. to somebody. Wow. He said, go to Freetown in, in uh, the Netherlands, wherever the fuck you were. Oh, yeah. Buy some off a titted lady. Christiania. But, uh, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm depressed. I'm de- I've never had real depression, I don't think. I am depressed. I can't even think about the future. I'm sad. Uh, I, I'm, I'm making Sonic the Hedgehog jokes. I stink. <laughs> Tails. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> I'm worried it's, to get on the Xanax. You're going to become a, a zombie. You're going to be like Angelina, what's her name? And Nicole Smith. Oh, yeah. Well, she was cool. She had a good run. Yeah, good tits. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's what I said. I'm reluctant because of, uh, sobriety and such, but he's like, this is a serious issue. You're, you're fucking losing your tits. Whoa. So I'm trying to get it. Once I see the specialist, I got to go to an ENT again. I tried calling yesterday. He said all the same things he said before. I'm like, I'm doing that. I'm doing everything. I'm eating fucking baked potatoes and oatmeal and my mother's pussy and nothing. Jesus. Well, something's got to give, right? There's other people who have this, who are, who are getting by. Why, why? I guess you speak for a living. Maybe that's putting a uh, well, that's, pipe up your dick. That's part of it, but I've looked online and read Reddit, and I've had people email me, fans, and uh, it's just one of these things. It's it's a fucking shitty thing. People all say it took me months. They're like, it was a nightmare. I tried everything. Some people need surgery. Maybe I need surgery because what happens is your esophageal sphincter gets weakened, gets compromised. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. It just opens. So everything I eat, no matter how well it is, it just comes roaring back. And then it happens at night when you're sleeping. So oh. I, the whole time I'm asleep, it's just piling up in my throat. So then all day I'm fighting that off. It's it's cyclical. So what's the plan, Stan? What are we, what are we thinking? I got to see a specialist. Wow. Hopefully a specialist will give me stronger meds. I'm taking over-the-counter shit. Oh. I think there's some meds that treat... The esophageal function, or something, or there's a surgery, maybe. Who knows? Oh. I might have to go under the knife or over the bridge. I wonder if you can even get a, a Xanax down. What do you mean Xanax down? Oh, oh yeah, well, I can I can swallow. It just takes some work. Like the food, like rice and oatmeal, it sticks to the back of your throat. You get sticky throat. It's oh. really a fucking train wreck. This is horrific. Wow, I didn't think I I expected to talk to you and you'd be. You know, you, you'd be figured it out by now and, and, and working with it, and it'd be getting better because you're eating salads and, and ass. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, everything else feels great. I'm taking gigantic baby leg green shits, the, the, the most beautiful shits you've ever seen. Sure. And uh, I got six pack abs. I'm like, I'm down to 129. I weigh, you know, I'd lost 75 pounds. I look wow. amazing. Wow. But, man. uh, but my head's too big. This is the other thing. I have a big head, so losing weight, I look like a big matchstick. Yeah. I look like a fucking goofball. You're a candied apple. 
<laughs> I'm a candy apple. That's exactly right. Oh boy! But uh, it's not just the side effects or whatever. I can't eat. I got no joy. No chocolate chip cookies. No hot dogs. No burgers. No soda. So I've lost all joy. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog and eating oatmeal. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PS4. I know you've become a nerd all of a sudden. You're eating. You're eating healthy and playing video games all day. Uh, I want to kill myself. Uh, seriously, but uh, where's the joy? Had... The joy is a chocolate chip cookie. That's where it is. I know. I'm eating Pepsi like a fucking like they're Smarties. Oh man, poor guy. I bet. I wonder if this has aged you a little bit. Like, it, you think it's made you wiser and cuntier? I thought you were gonna say one of its aids. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's aids me a little bit. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking sad is what I am. But uh, well, I'll, I'll be back. I'm gonna see a doctor next week, and then uh, like I said, the specialist who hopefully can help me. I got, but I'll, I'll pay any price here. It's gonna cost thousands of dollars. But I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, maybe we should have her on just to get a full biopsy on on air. Uh, I think we might have different senses of humor. I'm imagining. That's true. That's true. She she might not get uh, the the AIDSy, but hey, mm-hmm. live uh, live ep the twenty eighth. What is that? Yes, next week. That's two the day weeks. I'm going to the doctor. By the way, that's well, the day of the specialist. Oh, great! We get to hear about it live. Oh yeah, Tuesday, May twenty eighth. Come to my doctor's appointment, and then come to the Village Underground. Sell those tickets, baby. Uh, yes. But I, I, I got to tell you, I had one magical night. One Please. special night. Lay it let on. Me, you, let me, let me, you, you need some magic aids at this point. Orlando Magic. Uh, Johnson. Orlando Baxter. Ah, you know him? Orlando Bloom. <laughs> He's terrific. Very sexy. Oh. You know Orlando Baxter? Wonderful comic. Oh, yeah, black guy, right? Seven Up guy. No, that's Godfrey. No, wait. There was another guy after Godfrey. Oh, I'm at, I mean, Godfrey was 30 years ago now. Yeah, there was another black guy. He had big eyes. He was on Mad TV. Damn it. What was it? What was it? Orlando Jones. Shelby with the hoop, uh, with the assist. Good pull, Shel. Shelbo. Um, all right, so I had one night. I'll tell you about that. It was really great. Please. So I go... Um, I'm I'm trying to not uh, I'm trying to read more, and uh, but I forgot my book. I'm getting on the subway. I forgot my book, but I don't want to look at my phone. I'm trying to get away from my phone because all I've been doing is reading about reflux like an asshole. Oh yeah. So I said I saw a Time Out New York. So I said let me grab a Time Out New York. I'll read that. Mm. So I'm flipping through and I noticed the Tribeca Film Festival is happening, and one of the things they have is they're playing Apocalypse Now at the Beacon Theater wow. with Francis. Ford Coppola speaking after the film. Wow! And I said, I gotta, I gotta be there. I gotta see this. Now, something you may or may not know about uh, Louis C.K. That is his favorite movie of all time. Oh, interesting. So I go, I get this guy. He's, he's got to be there. So I call him up and I say, Hey, I know you're uh, on vacation, but you got to get back here for Sunday. They're playing Apocalypse Now at the Beacon Theater, and he says, Oh, well, I'm coming. Let's let's do it. Uh-huh. So I said, why don't you get the tickets there, big man? Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> what, so can I ask, what, what are we get... talking here? How much is a what's that damage? Well, we got some good t- tickets. So I think it was like 120 bucks each. All right, all but right. We're like we're like row E on the floor. Wow. Good good seats. Yeah. So he says, all right, I'll, I'll come back for that. I said, great. So we're going. We get tickets. So it's Sunday at five o'clock. I go for a nice walk through the park. I'm trying to relax. I'm excited to see the show we meet at a diner have a nice meal we go in there and we sit in our seat and we just go in these are in the old days you know louis would have the connections would be backstage meeting the yeah you know you get snuck in but now he's he's below us at this point oh yeah he's trying to buy tickets right we go we go right through the front door through security people are kind of looking at him now, remember, he shot a special there. Right. So it's a bizarre feeling. Like, he played the theater many times, shot one of his specials. Now he's, like, taking his change out of his pocket to go through security. So it's kind of bizarre. Fascinating. And people are like, hey, Louis, doing that thing. Sure. So we go in there. We walk all the way down. We got row E. So we're in the fifth or whatever that is, fifth or sixth row. Uh-huh. We're sitting there, aisle seats, beautiful seats. The two seats in front of us are open. And it's, like, almost showtime. Yeah. 
So then this couple walks by. The four seats in front of us are open. And there's a couple that Louie knows. He's got like a, he lives next door to them. They're like a movie producer. And they go, hey, great to see you. And they go, you know whose seats these are? This is Sophia Coppola's seat right in front of you. Holy hell. So we start, we're like, oh my God. I'm like pushing. Come on. Ah, oh, shit. We had a big blip. I missed I missed a chunk. Oh, I tell you, it blips more at the end. Blip. Fucking Goodyear oh. blimp. Oh, my aunt's fucking dirty asshole. <laughs> Brutal. What, Sophia Coppola. Did you hear Coppola? I heard Coppola, and then I lost you. Sophia Coppola. So she's sitting in front of us. So right before the movie starts, uh-huh. she comes out. She sits down. And she goes, hey, Louie, how you doing? They, they know each other. You know, everyone knows each other. Wow. They give a big hug, and she's like, you're great, blah, blah, blah. Everyone, kissing and hugging. I get to meet Sophia Coppola. Wow. And, Lost in and translation. Uh-huh. Yes. That's what I said during the blip. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, and I meet her who's the lead singer of this. He's a French rock star from Phoenix who re- has the song Listomania. Oh, I had shirts that said Listomania. So that's kind of fun. That's a small So I meet anal. him. It's a tiny anal. So then uh, Francis Ford Coppola comes out and then like we give a standing. Oh, we're like the first two up. I'm like, oh my God, there he is in the flesh. I'm looking at fucking Francis Ford Coppola. I can't believe it. The guy means so much to me. I'm standing behind his daughter. Who's in the fucking Godfather? It's crazy. Wow. So then he comes out and he goes, I want to introduce someone very special who was in all my movies in the 70s. He's in this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Duvall. Whoa. Duvall comes out. He's 88. He can barely walk. He walks like his shoes are tied together. He can barely move, you know? Wow. And he comes out and he goes, God, it's great to be here at my age. It's great to be anywhere. Ha ha ha. Everyone goes crazy. Yeah. And then he goes, and I just want to say, Charlie, don't surf. He does this line from the movie, and everyone goes crazy. Everyone's like, yeah. Oh, my God. Napalm in the morning. It was amazing. So he yells that. They walk off stage. The movie starts. And I've seen the movie 500 times, but never at the Beacon Theater. It's like a rock and roll venue. Wow. So the opening scene with the doors comes on. It's like, this is the end. I got goosebumps galore. And then we're we're like elbowing each other. We're like, this is insane. It's a huge screen, HD, and it's the final director's cut. He recut the movie. He's like, this is the final cut that I want, blah, blah, blah. And you're watching the movie, and you're like, it's such an amazing movie. Then there's like the Wagner scene with Duval. and like Yes. And it's shaking the whole theater. Your legs, like it almost hurts your head. You're like, this is fucking crazy. Wow. It was such an unbelievable experience. Unreal. And then after the movie, Coppola comes out and does a Q&A with Steven Soderbergh, oh. who I met at Louis' house. Ah. It's, it's all full circle, full full anal. This is ridiculous. Bananas even. So they interview each other. And Soderbergh's annoying. I was like, I hate this guy because he was annoying when we saw him. I mean, we all hung out that night. Uh-huh. And uh, but Coppola is talking, and the man is like a genius. He's telling these old Brando stories, and it was so beautiful. He's such a thoughtful, classy guy, classic guy, amazing filmmaker, and he's telling these great stories about the industry. And he talked about how he won. He's he's like at the time of Apocalypse Now, no one wanted to make it. No one would give him money. He's like I had five Academy Awards, Jesus. but no one would make the movie. Wow. He's like, I've made millions of dollars. And he goes, it just goes to show the industry, they'll let you keep making movies as long as they're the same movie you already made. Uh-huh. He's like, everyone thought I was crazy because I wanted to make a Vietnam movie. It was right after Vietnam. And they, they were just like, by the way, I'm running out of breath. I can't breathe anymore. It's annoying. Oh, boy. Um, well, I'm like Coppola. I know. I hope uh, we don't Brando. Coppola lose you. I hope not either. Oof. Sorry. Could have used a blip. Uh, ah. Tales. We can't uh, Francis afford any more of those. All right. There we are. <laughs> um, but anyways, so then he said this. Listen to this. This is one of those moments that like, I was like, I think my life just changed. Oh, wow. He was talking and he says, he says uh, you got to take chances. He's like, there's no art without taking chances. And he said, I got, I got good news, everybody. There's no hell. There's mm. no hell. Interesting. He goes, and I got quasi good news. There's a heaven, but this is it. Whoa! And he says, so don't waste heaven. 
Whoa. You got to go out there and you got to take chances because there's no art without chances. And he said, and what is any art that doesn't, that isn't personal to you? You got to make it personal or else what is that? Yes. And he said, so don't waste heaven. And Woo. I was like, we all stood up. I'm crying. We're like, I'm, I'm pushing each other into the bushes. I gave, you know, I grabbed Sophia. I put her in a headlock and uh, I called my dad. And yes. the last three things aren't true, but the rest was amazing. Wow, don't waste heaven. If that's not a nugget, folks, that's a T-shirt, that's a bumper sticker, that's a tattoo right there. I mean, it was amazing. And, and normally, what happens is you hear these quotes on a podcast, or you read them on a, you know, a Snapple fact or a, a tea bag, but to have the person, this brilliant artist who means so much to me, say it right in front of me, I was like, what a moment. What a... Magical. I got goose dick just hearing that, and... Uh, Holy hell, I love it. There's no hell. That's what the Jews always said, by the way. Mm-hmm. They have no well, hell. It was, and then afterwards, you know, Sophia turns around. We chat with her. We're like, how many times have you seen the movie? And we talk. And I got to say, I said, I said Lost in Translation means so much to me. And she's like, that's so sweet. You're so sweet. Whoa. And uh, that was beautiful. And then afterwards, we said, we got to go walk and talk. And we walked through the park at night, Central Park at night. It's all lit up now. It used to be dangerous. And we just kind of strolled through the park talking about how much Apocalypse Now and the Godfather means to us and what a special night. And it was this beautiful, magical night. And uh, what, a, what a film. What a filmmaker. And uh, what a thrill. Jesus Christ. Boy, I'm, I feel reborn. That got me going. I want to go out and live, baby. You gotta live. Don't waste heaven, folks. And uh, and here, here's a good way to not waste heaven: contribute to the Patreon. We got we got that long Bert Kreischer, you and Bert podcast on there. Yeah, we we might have uh, opened up too much. We got drunk in a hotel room and just shit on the industry. And by the way, I'm with Francis Ford Copey. Industry sucks. They don't know what's what. Blow me. You gotta make your own shit. You gotta make your own way in this biz. Suck my ass. Well, Yes, hit that Patreon, folks. Get in there and go listen to that. And all the live episodes are on there, including May 28th at the Village Underground. That will be on there as soon as we're done uh, doing it. So yeah. come out to that show. And uh, where are we at? Should I start plugging shows? I have no idea how long we've been on this episode for. Uh, we got about 56, 15 minutes. What? We're at about 50 right now. So. Uh... Oh, great. All right. I have no, I have no concept because we're not in the studio. I'm on the phone. I'm just walking around like an asshole over here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on either, but yeah, wow, that is touching. I'm, I'm so glad you went. You've met so many people through, through the CK. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Meryl Streep, Paul McCartney, uh, Steven Soderbergh, Sofia Coppola. Well, that's this is what's crazy. That's why I mentioned it. Like the Sofia Coppola thing, we just bought tickets online. It wasn't even like we were in the VIP section. We just happened to be sitting behind Sofia Coppola. Yeah, it's pretty couple, wild. A couple things about that is one. Between you, me, and my foreskin, I I thought she would hate Louie. No, no, she actually. Uh, well, I don't want to get too uh, private or personal, but she's a she's a big fan. I'll say that. All right, all right. She loves. Uh, she's a big fan of his, and um, yeah, she's she's yeah, she was very supportive. She was like, "You should make. You should be making movies." Oh wow! And two, uh, uh, pretty cool that she's still so into her dad. That she's going to sit through a two and a half hour movie and listen to him talk when she could just call him up. Like, if my dad makes a chili, I don't even eat it. You know, let alone well, <laughs> watches uh, watches movie again for the eight hundredth time. Well, I think she's a cinephile, and yeah, yeah. Um, oh boy, and uh, it's one of the great movies ever. And I think she's proud of her dad. I think they have a good family. Like, she was there. That's what was amazing. I kept. During the movie, I would just look down because I'm sitting. Those theaters are so close. I'm like three inches from her head. Right. And I'm like, she was here for this. She was there. It took two years to film the fucking thing. It was over budget, all the crazy stuff. And by the way, if you're listening and you haven't watched the documentary, which his wife, Eleanor, made, The Talented uh, Family, uh. called Hearts of Darkness, you got to watch it. I mean, it is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. And uh, it's so inspiring. It's amazing. But Sofia Coppola was like four years old. She was there. Wow. Uh, or five or six, I guess. And so she's watching this movie. And she has her own childhood memories of like, I remember being there. I remember this part, you know. Unbelievable. And um, and and like I said, a, a cinephile. And so that was pretty amazing. And then there was like people taking photos, like it's like Sophia and Coppola and and Louis 
chatting after the show. So people were like walking up and just taking photos. Like, oh my god, this is insane. Unreal. Now, but it was pretty. Uh, yeah, pretty I mean, great. That's quite a quite an evening. What a great idea! If you hadn't had that idea, it'd be it'd be this would be nil. Well, yeah, he was like, I can't believe this. And it's all because of the time out in New York. I'm trying to stay away from my phone. This is the benefit of not being on your phone. You end up finding things out. And uh, if I hadn't forgotten my book, I wouldn't have grabbed the time out in New York. I wouldn't have noticed. But uh, it all came together. Special, special night, special event. And I love Coppola. I love that film. I love it. I love him, too. And don't you feel like you know we're on the 48th Avengers movie? We're up Game of Thrones, Dick. Don't you feel like we... We'll never see an Apocalypse Now style movie ever again. There's there's no way that much energy, two years of of making a movie. I don't feel like it's gonna happen. Yeah, it could, but I don't know if it'll be as uh, successful or as big. But who who knows? But it was yeah. a, it's a special it's a special film. Go watch it. What a, what an amazingly talented family, by the way. Talia Shire is her sister. His sister. Oh, she's incredible. She's Nick not. Cage is uh, in there. He's a nephew, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. not great, but and then Jason Schwartzman is related. He's a cousin. Ah, they keep it in the family. Wow, you wonder how these guys all break out. It's probably you know it's who you know. Yeah, and then uh, Nina Rota wrote the music. I think that was his mother or something. Jesus, hey, channel. This is quite a a, a kin. Kenny kinship. Sam yeah. Kennison. Uh huh. Albert Finney. Ah, shit. Um. All right. Well, geez, that's exciting. What a, at the beat? I've never even been in the Beacon, and let alone listening to a an old WAP talk about heaven. Oh, it's a gorgeous place, special place, magical place. Um. Hey, let me let me plug a couple of things. I want to make sure I get these out there, out, out and at them, up and at them, up all your right. ass. All right, hit us, fat man. I got some bad news. This Sunday, I'm at the Comedy Store Belly Room, and my agent, he emailed me, and he's like, you've sold about seven tickets, you piece of shit. Oh, boy. So, uh... You better get Ali Wong dog. on that thing or something. Book, uh, book <laughs> Chris D'Elia or somebody. I got I got Tommy Jonigan on there, and oh. Sarah. I don't know if that does anything for you. All right, but all it's, right. But it's this Sunday, just a few days away, and Louie was telling me, he's like, now people in L.A. buy tickets last minute, and I'm like, all right, I don't... I'm not doing the forum here. This is right, but whatever. So if you're in LA, if you're listening and you're in LA County, for God's sakes, it's an 8 p.m. show. It's not that late. It won't be traffic too bad. It's Sunday belly store on uh, Sunday, this Sunday, just a few days from now. And next week, a week from uh, tonight, I'm at comics, Mohegan sun, May fucking 16, 17, 18 Mohegan sun in Connecticut. Come down there, new England. I love you. God damn it. How about those goddamn Bruins? And then the week after that, Syracuse, your favorite, Syracuse uh, Funny Bone. P.U. I'm with Steve Big Dick Rogers and his lady. We're all driving up together. Uh, all Syracuse right. Funny Bone, See May if... 24, 25, 26. What's that? Sorry, sorry to jizz in your uh, salad there, but see if Steve Rogers is doing me. Everybody keeps saying he's doing me. Get a, get a feel on that and, and report back, will you? I don't think he's doing you. I, I think he's just got a, a shitty voice and uh, he's got some good jokes. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Um, he's a sweet, sweet guy. The only thing he's doing that's similar to you is having a huge cock. Ah, well, that's that's uh, that's that's a rewrite. I don't know where he got that one. <laughs> Silent rewrite. Ah. Uh, and then big week. May the last week of May is a big week. If you're all over the country, Sunday I'm at Syracuse Funny Bone. Tuesday is the live podcast at Village Underground and my appointment with the specialist. And then. Thursday, May 30th, this is a big change. I'm at Tacoma Comedy Club. It was fucking the other, it was Bellevue, Parlor Live, but they closed. Oh, that's right. That club is just closed. So we moved to Tacoma. So thank you, Tacoma. So please come out to that because they did, they moved a bunch of stuff around so I could uh, headline. So May 30th, Tacoma Comedy Club. Come out to that. Get on the Patreon. Where are you going to be? You must be all over the. Uh, I'm all over. I think we had a. a a good year blip there but uh yeah yeah Fuck wow well, i think we're, we're okay but yeah that's uh that's a good run you got a good list i got bad news i want to give a shout out a little uh moment of silent re is uh the the san francisco punchline is closing oh my god wow i know it's the end of an era that's like one of the great memorable you know staple clubs damn yeah google bought the whole that whole compound there 
Wow, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. So that's a bummer. I uh, had some great nights there. It's a great comedy venue and a lot of memories and history and Chappelle and Dana Gould and anal jizz queef. But uh, I won't be there. I'll be in Providence, Rhode Island this weekend. Oh! Friday, Saturday at the Comedy Connection. Fun room, fun town, fun people, good eggs. Uh, then I got Rochester with my fat friend Chris Al. We got uh, Buffalo. That's his hometown. What's that? His hometown. Exactly. Yeah. So he's gonna bring out the high school blacks. We got uh, bananas at comedy Hasbrook Heights. Bananas in Jersey. Uh, we got DC Draft House. Let's sell that fucker out. Love that town. Love that room. Come on out, District of Columbia, Buffalo Helium. Uh, some fun stuff coming after that. Uh, Indianapolis in August, the new room, Indianapolis Helium. Check it out. Denver. Oh, I love those rooms. Oh, Helium's yes. the best. Denver, this is one for the books. Denver Comedy Co. Uh, no, Denver Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado. Love this club. Let's try to get some sold-out seats there. Sacramento Punchline. Addison Improv in Dallas. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. Magoobies again, Spokane and Tacoma, Washington, or is it Spokane? I believe it's, uh, I don't know. They get mad about it. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, Jeremy God. Spokane. I think it's Spokane or spoken word. I don't know. Roar comedy club at, uh, Springfield. I think I'm doing, uh, what's that one in Worcester? Woo ha ha. Oh, that's fun. I like that room. Oh, really? Yeah, it's small and intimate and nice. Oh, I like it. It's great. a cool pizza place, nice hotel. I liked it. Oh, great. All right. Well, There's a lot there. of gays there, too. A lot of twos gays. Ooh. Oh, hey, come out to woo-ha-ha, folks. And uh, ooh-la-la, side splitters in Tampa. So a lot of fun rooms, a lot of cool dates. You say, you name it. We're, me and you are co-headlining. You see that? And then late, late in the year. Oh, yeah, that's going to be insane. I believe it's... How do people come to that? I believe it's Santa Ana, New Mexico. Yes. At some room, but somebody, some, somebody's shining upon us and really digs the, the, the gays and the twoses. So come out to that. If you live in New Mexico, tell a friend. And, uh, yeah, I know it's a dry heat, but we'd love to have you, and we'll make you wet. It's December, December 13th and 14th. And think about making a, a trip down. I mean, we're, yes. we're going to do a live podcast and co-headline. So if, you, if you're a big-time Tuesday, when do you ever go to New Mexico? Make a trip from L.A., make a trip from Colorado, from, from uh, your mother's asshole. Here, Come here. down and see us co-headline and do a live pod in New Mexico which is one of eight states I've never been to. So I'm, I'm crossing a state off. Yes, and we'll never be back, so this is the time to do it. Uh, get in the way bag. Check out Laughable. We got merch on Merch Pump. The merch had a nice little spike recently. I don't know what happened. Some guy bought some for the whole hostel or in Mozambique picked up a run or something. But we got a lot of merch cooking all of a sudden. And, uh, yeah, yeah, praise Allah. Tell a friend, fuck your uncle, and blow your aunt. Yeah, I'm about to start urinating. Thank you for listening, and uh, give me some reflux advice. Silent reflux, different than GERD. Yeah, can't wait to hear about Hoffman coming to the live show, the specialist, and uh, bring me Ambien, bring him, what is it called, Musatia? Oh, I can hear the urine. I'm, I'm tickling. That's my tickle. I got a good scream. That's pretty oh, good doctors. for you. You usually get stage fright. Well, I'm holding it in like hardcore. I've been drinking a lot of tea and honey and uh, water and cum. What is it called? Manuka? Manuka. M-A-N-U-K-A. It's like 40 bucks. They import it from New Zealand. Wow. And uh, it's supposed to be good for your asshole. All right. Well, uh, Sonic and Tails over and out. And uh, we hope we didn't Copa lose you. Thank you. By the way, I think we, we got to do another phone or two later because I'm not back until I don't know when. All right. Well, they're getting better, I think, and we're getting used to it. And I'll feel like I just I'll just never see you again. We're basically pen pals at this point. <laughs> yeah, we are. All right. All right. Over. All right. Take it easy. See you in hell. <laughs>